Welcome to another episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a Podcast. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining us for another episode. Say hello, Joe. Hello, everyone. We have a monster, monster show today. Tons of good stuff, so we're going to jump right into it. I do want to give a shout out to everyone that went to TwitchCon this weekend at San Jose at the convention center. It was crazy downtown. I did not go. Wanted to go. And also everyone that went to LA Comic Con. It was pretty popular this weekend as well. What is TwitchCon? TwitchCon. So it's like a streaming. Twitch? No, Twitch. is like where you stream, like where you're playing video games, things like that. And it's streamed. Uh, my goal for oh, this year... Oh, Fortnite. That was the Fortnite yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's kind of that. Um, but it's expanded to other games and stuff. So it's a huge thing. Last year, the comp convention was, I think, in San Diego. This year, it was in San Jose. My goal in 2019 is to either get you on Twitch or to have you watch a TV series. That's my goal for you. So, because you already play video games. You can just stream it. I need to monetize you, is basically what I'm saying. I need to make more money <laughs> out here. Um, anyways... We're going to move on from that. I'm not going to go into a deep box office recap simply because there's nothing really happening. Halloween, no surprise, was first place again domestically and internationally. It'll drop off huge next week. How did Hunter Killer do? I'm surprised. Um, It was dead on arrival. Um, Yeah, I thought it would be. Hunter, Hunter Killer is the film that has Gerard Butler and Gary Oldman. Linda Cardellini, I believe, is also in it. It um, was not marketed very well. It um, had bad critic, critic score, bad uh, review score from, from film goers. It, uh, I think it came in sixth place. Yeah, Had six and a half million dollars. It fell behind the Goosebumps, which has been out for like four weeks. So that tells you kind of everything. And you, you saw know. Goosebumps. I did see Goosebumps. Was it abysmal? It was not great. Um, it was not as good as the first film. Um, a film <laughs> I did see was mid-90s. Yeah, which is not uh, not a fanboy type of film, but I, I did enjoy it. It was interesting. It was really short. It was only like an hour twenty minutes. Hmm. I read this interview about J- Jonah Hill, uh, New York Times, and he apparently is a skater. Kind of grew up in Venice, and kind of that's kind of his life. So there's kind of there's a collection of like five guys that are kind of the main parts of the film. And you could see him being kind of little parts. One of them wants to be a filmmaker. One of them kind of wants to rebel against his parents, and one of them wants to... So it's interesting. There's not a whole lot of story in terms of, like, a plot, but um, for his first directorial effort, I mean, it was worth it. I mean, it's worth to see. Um, I was surprised you didn't go because you were pressed interest in going before. Not really, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It's not going to win any awards or anything, but I, you know, Jonah Hill, I, I love Jonah Hill, and then I'm all about it. So... That's all the box office stuff we have. We do have some follow-up questions before we get into the main, main topics. This is a topic that you and I have talked about before, uh-huh. and I do know your answer, I'm, and I do I'm, kind of know I'm why. I'm tentative to discuss this. But I do... For fear of offending somebody. I don't... No, I don't think you're going to... As long as you're not being crude about it. Okay. Um, but also, for all the listeners, I, I, we want to know what you guys think, because some people do view it a certain way, and some people view it the other way. What I'm talking about is going to the movies alone. Do you do it? Why or why not? Do you want to go first? I don't do it. Okay. Because there is a stigma associated with going to the movies alone. Um, You made a comment before about how it's not like 
you're going to some five-star restaurant by yourself on the main table by yourself. Sure. I view it as that's exactly what we're doing. Okay. Um, I know the alternative is to – the alternative is what? What's the alternative? To not go to movies and to miss movies in the theater, which is where they're designed to be seen. So you're missing out on opportunities. You're missing out on experiences. Yes. However, there, like I said, there's a stigma associated with it. I do go and eat by myself, but if I do, I bring a book. So it makes kind of – Usually sit at the bar too. Like if yeah, you're going to go – sit at the counter. Yeah. I mean if you're going to go to a restaurant and you're by yourself, just go to the bar. Talk to, to the Stax. bartender. Shout out to Stacks. All right. Stacks is not paying us. So no shout out to Stacks. Um, I'm just kidding. I like Stacks. It's fine. Um, I, I, have, I do go to the movies alone a lot. Um, I remember – I can't remember the movie. It was years ago. I had I went to the theater and the person literally canceled on me like when I was right at the theater. Ah, I see. And I was like, well, I'm already here. I'm going to go. And it was fine. I enjoyed turning my phone off. Just didn't have to worry about work. Didn't have to worry about anything else. And for that hour and a half, two hours, you're just kind of sitting there. And every time I've gone to the movies alone, I look around and there are several people that are alone just hanging out. And I know people like you who do not like that. Um, and there are people that can enjoy it fine. A lot of people prefer to go to the movies by themselves. So it is what it is. It's not necessarily a huge topic. I'm just interested to see. They prefer to go to movies by themselves? Yeah, because they don't have to worry about, you know, meeting up or having a conversation or sharing popcorn. They just want to kind of sit by sharing themselves and, and sit down. Max um, likes to sh- Mac doesn't like to share his popcorn. I doesn't, I, no, I don't want to share my popcorn. <laughs> um, so, like I said, I, I know your response. I'm interested to hear our listeners' response yes. to see, you know. What side of the coin do you yeah, follow? And, and there's nothing wrong either way. It's just a personal opinion. Yep. Another personal, not a personal, but another question that I had been thinking about. Um, we had talked about First Man. You and I both saw it. We both enjoyed it. Yes. But film-wise, money-wise, it is going to barely make its money back, if that. It's probably going to lose money at this point. Um, but does First Man's box office disappointment hurt its Oscar chances? I I don't think it's the box office disappointment that's going to hurt its chances. I think it's the movie itself that's going to hurt its chances. And when you don't I don't think it's Oscar worthy. I don't. I think it's Oscar. I think it's potentially Oscar uh, worthy. Okay. Like in terms of being voted on, and I think it's potentially in the top. What is it? Ten. Yeah. How many films they do? Ten. Yeah. I, I think it's potentially a nominee, but I don't think it'll win. Okay. Um, I don't think it had the. Uh, so do you, do you think if, so, if it comes if it comes under its box if it comes under its budget? Is I mean that sucks. I mean I think it's worth more than that. I think it's a great movie, and I think the I think the politics around it are kind of are kind of silly. Okay. Um, but like I said, I don't think it's as grandiose a film or as moving. Um, I thought it was I thought it was good. It was extremely well done. I rated it high. There weren't many bad things about it that I could find. Like I said, I had to, I had to, I had to struggle to find something wrong with the film. Mm-hmm. But that's usually not the films. The films that I really enjoy are not typically the film. They're more. They would be more of a popular film category than I think okay. the films that I enjoy. Um, you know, like I, I haven't seen many of the Oscar winners last year, last couple of years, just because they're. Usually independent films are usually they're hard to find. They're yeah. kind of sneaky around. They're not yeah. wide releases. They're exactly, releases exactly. Like this that. was a wide release. Yeah. So I mean, I would be surprised if it wins. 
Um, to answer your question directly, um, I think, I mean, like I said, I, I think that it's not going, it's not going to win regardless of its box office. Okay. Um, disappointment. Or sure. Not. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I looked up some of the recent Oscar winners and, and they're not huge monster hits in terms of box yeah, office we, financials, we, we, but we they, yeah. you know, they, they do make their money back. This was kind of a bigger budget and it's kind of been disappointing for Universal um, because it was a film that they were pushing for an Oscar and pushing for awards, but it is what it is. Yeah. This what, is the follow up. What, what, what about you? You didn't. You um, I mean, yeah, I, I do. I, I do think it's going to hurt its chances. I do. It's, it's a huge disappointment. I think financially for the studio, uh, this was kind of the one big film that they were pushing to be kind of in that front runner director of La La Land, which won a bunch of awards. And you kind of think this is it. Ryan Gosling has never won the Academy Award, but he's been nominated two or three times. You think this might be his chance. And I think it's, it definitely does hurt. There's a slew of films coming out. We're going to talk about some of those coming up. So, uh, you know, I I don't know. Um, It's, I just know for Universal, it's a huge disappointment financially for them. Yes. Because they were, they were hard for it. But, Anyways, we're going to move on. If anything else comes up with that, we'll follow up with that. Last week, you mentioned one of your classic film choices was Hunt for Red October. I did. It made me think about the character Jack Ryan. There have obviously been several interpretations on film and TV. I'm interested. Not, not many. Some. Some. A decent amount. You know, five I or mean, six. There's five so. movies, and then obviously there's a television series. The new one on Amazon Prime. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, and obviously there's the books. Yeah. Go ahead and answer your question. Ask your question. So, what um, what is your favorite property based on Jack Ryan? So you can you can say a book if you like, okay. or a film or a TV show, whatever. Yeah. I'm interested. Maybe maybe Hunt for Red October is your favorite film, but I'm just curious if that if that's the one you would okay. choose. Yeah. Um, was this a uh, question by our fan base or just a follow up question, just based on? It's just a follow up okay. from from me listening to the podcast okay. last week. Um. Yeah, he's written. Um, Tom Clancy has written a whole a whole bunch of books related to like politics and different, um, you know, political situations, dealing with the president, dealing with you know different political conflicts. Um, I have not read any of the books, unfortunately. Um, I tried to read this. I think it was the sum of all fears, and it was kind of difficult to read. Um, it's a little dense. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's, his his books are pretty dense. Right. Um, I had a difficult – I didn't find it an easy read. And, I mean, books that I find um, difficult to read, most of them I tend to put aside and kind of give up on them. Sure. Um, to answer your question, um, there have been other movies made. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen the uh, Netflix series or the Amazon, Amazon series. Yeah. Excuse me. That's okay. Um, it is so, worth a view if you'd like Jack Okay. Ryan. It is um, worth a view. That, listening. that to me seemed like a 24. It seems very similar to 24, was it not? Did um, you watch 24? Yeah. I mean, it's yes and no. I mean, what what I – the TV series is not the answer that I would choose, although I, I very much like the TV series and I want the TV series in a continuing. It will. But the TV series – in TV, you can do a lot of different things and you can't do it in film. You can build the character. You have more time to introduce the character and get its roots. If it's a film, it's like, okay, this is the guy, and now we're on the plot, and now we're going. Yeah. So the TV series basically starts when he's 
at a desk. In and the he, thick of and he's never, you know, done anything and he kind of works his way up. I see. So what, 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 uh, oh, what film would you choose? What film would I choose? I would choose obviously the Hunt for October. Oh, that's the one you're going to Yeah, that would be number one. Okay. Um, a very, very distant second would be. Um, distant second. That's like, so some of all fears is not. Hunt for Red October is just way up there. Yeah, Hunt for Red October is way up there. The Sum of All Fears is was good. Um, I have not seen um, Clear and Present Danger. I, I've, I've heard that one is very good, too. Okay. It's with Harrison Ford. And yeah. also, he also did Patriot Games. Patriot Games. I, saw, I, I do own Patriot Games. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Um, I always get that confused with um, the movie with Brad Pitt, though. But I'll have to I'll have to watch uh, those uh, Clear and Present Danger and yeah. Patriot Games again. Um, yeah, Hunt for October is to me is miles like it's okay. it's, it's it's not even close. Okay, um, I thought it was I think I think it's a, it's an amazing film. It's somewhat long, but the acting is great. The story is amazing, and I can't say enough about it. Okay, um, I'm gonna but, go my favorite Jack Ryan property. I love the TV show. That's not what I'm gonna pick though. I'm gonna pick Patriot Games. Um, part of it is definitely due to Harrison Ford yes, because of his performance. Harrison Ford might be my favorite actor of all time. Um, him and Johnny Depp. All time. I mean, Harris, wow. Harrison Ford was Indiana Jones. Wow. He was Han Solo. He was Jack wow. Ryan. But he's not one. He hasn't won many awards, has he? I don't think he's won any Oscars. Okay. Um, but I mean, he's, he's in a lot of my favorite we films. We should have that as a discussion. What is our favorite Maybe. actor and actress of Well, mine? I just told you it was Harrison Ford. I know, but I mean, um, you haven't done mine. Right. So, I mean, again. Anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I, I love the film Patriot's Day. It's, it's Patriot, quick. Patriot's Day or Patriot's Patriot Day? Games? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, it moves quick. It's, like Joe said, deals with the president, kind of those things, and it's it's a wonderful film. So I w- that, that is my favorite property based on Jack Ryan. If you guys have something... A different one let us know we'd love to hear what you guys think also last week you mentioned mighty ducks was your <laughs> was your favorite it wasn't my favorite what is it your classic it was, uh, it was a fanboy movie because it was based off of a franchise so i did want to follow up the yes. guy is it bad you, no yes do you remember the character of fulton reed in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, he's in a bunch of TV shows. Now. He's in Daredevil now. Yes, he's he's Foggy Nelson, which yeah. is um, Daredevil's funny. best friend. Yeah. yeah, and I'm watching Daredevil season two now, and I just yeah. made the connection, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's that's in a funny. bunch of TV shows." Yeah, he's he's great in the show, but it reminded a me lot of minor roles. It rem- yeah, but he's fine. It reminded me of the Mighty Ducks. I thought you could yeah, yeah, that because yeah. I'm watching he has Daredevil long season hair, two. He has a long blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple little notes we're gonna follow up with, and then we're gonna get to some more. Big stuff. We talked about the Apple streaming service last week. We went in detail. Some more details have come out. It will be early 2019, whatever that means, first quarter. That could be January. That could be April. That could be June. We have no idea. The one thing that's going to be different for this, it will open globally to 100 countries. So when Netflix and Amazon Prime did their rollout of films, Netflix was strictly U.S. for years. And then it's kind of gradually gone to other countries. Amazon Prime, the same thing. Apple is just going to go Gung-ho. global right away. Um, they will offer bundle packages as well with select premium cable channels like HBO and Showtime, which is what Amazon Prime does now. Interesting. I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about Apple products and why why is Apple <coughs> showing their shows for free? You know, what? what is that? Netflix charges $15, $20 a month. One of the answers that I heard that I kind of agree with is Apple doesn't care about $20 a month 
for the service. They want you to buy the $600 phone or the $700 laptop or things like that. So that's kind of where they're getting your money. You know what I mean? It's kind of a purchase of, well, if I get a Samsung versus an Apple with Apple, I get this other service as well. So they pay $800 for the iPhone. Apple's in the business of products and things like that. So maybe they're not worried about, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So I don't know. That's kind of something that I was thinking about that I thought was kind of cool. But I, I am excited about the Apple streaming service. Obviously, I have an iPhone and an iPad and things like that. So I will probably assign Joe one or two shows when the service comes out. So that way he doesn't feel like it's too long. He can just jump in right away. This is a fan question that was followed up. So thank you for the question. We really appreciate you guys interacting with us. This is a topic that Joe has definitely expressed his opinion on. But we're going to follow up with it anyways. Following on from the Aladdin teaser trailer again, which didn't show us much, is there a specific Disney animated classic you would want to see reimagined as a Disney live action? I did not give Joe a choice. I made him pick one. So go ahead and give me an answer. I'm going to do a cop-out, Mac. You're not, you're no, there's no cop-out. I told you you have to pick one. I am going to pick one, but you're going to be disappointed. In pick me. one. Dumbo. So the one that's already coming out. Yep. Dumbo. Because the Tim Burton spin to it. And okay, 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 I thought about it. And, I'm uh, sure you thought about it. I yes, just want to I did, I did, I did. Um, I'm choosing Dumbo simply because uh, there aren't many parts of the film that have. An- I mean, obviously, there's an elephant that, that is, is sure. animated, and it's going to be difficult to kind of give him. Um, to, he, is, he doesn't to, talk to personify to personify the animal. Yes, um, you're right. He may or may not have. A voice, who knows? But in any event, the 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 story is mostly centered around the the interaction between um, Dumbo and I think his handlers and sure. his friends, yeah, which are humans, right? So it can it can to me you can you know you can easily you know you can easily transfer the animated humans into. You know, into the story. Into the story. And, you, the humans and, there, would, and there wouldn't be a huge, there wouldn't be a huge, uh, it, it, okay. What I'm trying to say is there wouldn't be a huge abundance of CGI, CGI to generate like, like right. in, for example, the movie Life of Pi. Sure. Where there was. It's all shot like on a green screen. It's all shot on a green screen. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, they, they wouldn't have to do that here. I right. like movies that are more practical effects okay that's interesting I, I love dumbo the story i'm super excited for the tim burton version i love tim I, burton. I, it looks like a big fish um, type film and i like that so i like big you films. mentioned the the man the actors that are kind of the handlers in the story yes michael it's keaton colin farrell michael keaton, michael keaton danny devito, danny DeVito it's, yeah. it's gonna be a lot of tim burton regulars it's it looks great so you know that's a fine answer that's okay right. i'm glad you it's answered a little bit of a cock out it's, no, it's fine um, the one that I chose, kind of in the same vein as you, was Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, it's, it has a lot of animated characters, though. It has some, a little bit. Um, I It's an underrated Disney film. It's not, for some reason, it's not in the pantheon of the great Disney films, like Little it's Mermaid and deep. things like that. It's pretty deep. Um, so I would like to see that. They've tried to do some stage versions of that. I would love to see possibly that. Um so that's the one that I chose. It's I think it's a good story. And I think it could translate well, especially with songs and things like that. Um, it's it could be beautiful score, beautiful set. So 
That's the one I chose. If you guys have a different one, let us know. Obviously, we'd love to follow up. We could do this every week because I think that's kind of fun. I love seeing Joe kind of just get grayer and grayer, but I have to answer these questions. So anyways, ready to move on? Yes. That was a Thank long first section. That was a long, that was a long answer of that question. That yeah, I did, you... That I did I begrudgingly answered. Oh, you answered it. Um, <laughs> little tidbits of news before we get into our November film preview. Yep, yep. Disney has announced that they will push both Black Panther and Mary Poppins Returns Mary as Poppins Oscar Returns. Best Picture nominees. Disney is also looking into re-releasing Black Panther in January or December, which is kind of when a lot of voters will see it. If they do that, I'd be interested to see it on the big screen again because, again, I think it's that experience. We obviously don't know anything about Mary Poppins Returns because we haven't seen it, but obviously Disney feels like it's good enough, so they're going to push it. The one we both have seen is Black Panther. You probably don't view it as a Oscar contender, do you? I view it as an Oscar nominee, again, but not a top three contender, no. Okay. Not for the belt. For me, I, I love Black Panther. I understand the cultural significance. I understand the larger picture of what that means in terms of a studio release and all that stuff. For me, you know, if I had to pick a top ten, it would be out of my top ten right now for films of the year. You're kidding. No, I mean, I I, I liked Infinity War. I am than. super surprised you said that. Well, wait, wait till the end of the year, and then we'll do our top ten, and we'll see where we're at. No, but, but I'm saying, like, as of right now, before we hit November, before we hit December, it's out of your top ten. I mean, I haven't done it in my head, but I think so. I mean, I, wow. I, I really enjoyed the film. That is super surprising. I would me. not be surprised if it got nominated or got nominated for Best Costumes or something like that, where it got some love. I don't think it's a Best Picture nominee. I agree with that. But I understand why Disney is pushing for it. Disney doesn't really have... Disney doesn't do... Best Pictures. Yeah, they they kind of do animated films and remakes and things like that. And superhero films and Star Wars, that's why Disney makes money, because they have... That's what I'm saying. It's a different... They they have built-in... They know you're going to go see Mary Poppins Returns because it says Mary Poppins on it. So interesting. Let us know. I know a lot of people are very passionate about Black Panther um, and, and the cultural significance of it. I'm not disregarding that. I just, I'm just i not sure it's a Best Picture nominee. Maybe if they had the popular film category, it could sneak in there. But we'll see. A couple other notes kind of following up from the Disney thing, but it's not a Disney thing I thought was interesting. Guillermo del Toro is going to direct his quote-unquote dream project, which is a stop animation version of Pinocchio, which will be on Netflix. So Pinocchio is obviously a, um, what am I trying to say? It's an open source material, so that way there's no copyright or anything like that. It will have to be obviously different from the Disney version. What do you mean? Wait, wait. Oh, Oh, because Disney doesn't own it? So Disney owns... They're like their songs and their things like that, but it's like folklore. So it's there's no copyright on like Shakespeare. There's no copyright on Shakespeare. Like he doesn't have a copy. Anybody can perform Shakespeare anytime. Or like the legends uh, or myths or things like that. People can do those. So Pinocchio is kind of that open source kind of fairy tale, if you were. You int- you, you haven't seen uh, Shape of Water yet, have you? No. Okay. I would, I would recommend seeing that. It's a wonderful film. It won, obviously, Best Picture. Guillermo del Toro, I think, is an interesting director. Oh, it's not related to Pinocchio. It's like, not, it's but I mean, same. I just... Oh, okay. His, his yeah, type, no, his type I do, of films, I do want his to interesting it. films. I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth, but I heard that's very it's good. It's really interesting. And then to me, that kind of says this might this version of Pinocchio might work. Um, I, I don't know. It could be two or three years. Again, mm-hmm. these things... 
especially stop animation, it takes years to do these films because it's just, you have to take like 5,000 takes for one scene, just like moving the little creatures, moving the, the stop motion characters. But anyways, I thought that was interesting. I thought you actually might pick Pinocchio for your follow-up for best, but you picked Dumbo. Um, one other piece of news that kind of broke the internet, I think on Wednesday, is Deadpool and Zombieland Scribes, I didn't write their names down, I apologize, are in early talks with Disney to reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Producer Jerry Brockheimer is apparently on board on this, but there is nothing else noted about actors or lore, including Johnny Depp. There have been five pirate films so far. For Disney, they have made, worldwide, they have made over $4.5 billion. Um, you did not necessarily care for The Last Pirates, is that correct? I thought it was so-so. Do you have an interest in the franchise continuing? Do you, if they do... I don't have an interest... Just like Transformers, they need new direction. They need... So like Bumblebee. I wouldn't want to see a movie just about Captain Jack Sparrow. I mean, we've already seen that. But I mean, in terms of... What I'm saying is they need a reboot. and, and or If they're going to do a reboot, they need a new direction. So and, no, so no, Captain Jack. So to be honest, I would rather not see Jerry. Bro- I mean, I like Jerry Bruckheimer films, but I think his kind of his style. I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, oversaturated with Jerry Bruckheimer now, and I'm okay. kind of. I mean, I'm, like his his all the first one was very very good. I I can't say enough about the first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl. But ever since then, like they kind of they kind of went downhill from yeah, there. The films have slowly been financially; they've been they're still making a huge amount of yes. money, but they're kind of slowly dwindling. Yes. One of the concerns was a lot of the success of the last film was internationally. Domestically, it did not do very well. People that were just not interested. Johnny Depp is a huge star, especially in Asia, for whatever reason. So, like, China and things like that. He They made a lot of... Tokyo, things like that. They made a whole bunch of money on that. Um, it's a huge franchise for Disney. I'm not sure they ever thought it would be that huge of a franchise. They're kind of like, oh, that's a cool little ride that everyone likes. We'll kind of make a film about it. And it kind of blew up out of nowhere. So, it's not surprising that they're... Because, yeah. It's not surprising that they're going to try and keep it going to some extent. I just want to see a fresh face. I sure. don't want to see Jerry Bruckheimer's take on it anymore. I don't want to see Deadpool and Zombieland script-wise. I don't want that type of flavor in my Pirates film. I want my Pirates film to be action and adventure and humorous and joyful and, and moving. And, and, you know... So we'll see. I, I don't know. There's not really an opinion on that because we don't really know. And we don't really know if it's officially happening. Yeah. We just know that they're in talks about it. But it's a huge franchise for Disney, and they, they obviously want to go forward. I just rewatched the last film, maybe a last week or so, and I didn't realize how much I, I didn't like it. And I'm not <laughs> I sure. And I'm not sure why I bought it. I told it. you it wasn't great. Yeah, we watched it together, and and, and, and it was somewhat enjoyable. But there were parts that I thought it, that was actually the first time I sat in the in the reclining seats. Yeah, I remember that. that we went was, to San Francisco. That was the Metreon, right? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I enjoyed it in the cinema more because it was. There were a lot of people there, and we were just enjoying ourselves. People were into the film. Then you watch it alone, you're kind of like critiquing it. And this could be any film. And I was like, yeah, I don't, no, I'm not sure I want to see more Pirates films. Because I love the first, and I love going on the ride in Disneyland. I don't want to be like on the ride 
thinking about yeah, the thinking, bad films. thinking about the bad films. I want because yeah. when I go to Disneyland again, I want to just enjoy the ride. Yeah. So who knows? And this is not the last piece of news. Is not really something we're going to discuss. I thought it was kind of funny. The filmmakers of Wreck It Ralph, obviously, it's a Disney film. Wreck It Ralph two. They had a joke in the film about Kylo Ren being a baby and seeing not him. A baby, a child, a child, kind of like pouty and kind yes. of what he did in the last film. And Disney said, you cannot do that. No, it wasn't Disney. It was Lucasfilm. Okay, so part of Disney, right? Part of Disney. Um, Separate entities. Sure. But I just mean, like, Disney was going to do it. Or Disney Animation. Disney Animation was going to do it, and they asked Lucasfilm. Because they had to get permission for, like, the stormtroopers and the things like yes. that. Yes. Um, so I thought said, that was kind said, of funny. probably you don't want to do this. And they were like, okay, we respect you. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, anyways... As everyone knows, if you've been following the podcast, if you're listening, you probably have been for a while. We get to the end of the month, which means we're going to preview the next month in films. We're going to try and get through this somewhat quick. There's a ton of films that we're yeah, going to get through. A ton of films. Um, some of these films are limited releases. So if I say the date, for example, November 2nd or 7th or something like that, that's when it gets released somewhere, probably New York or L.A. It might not get released to the barrier or other parts of the world, wherever you're listening till further on so don't quote me if a film is not in the cinema when you're looking for it the first two films are definitely going to be open wide release next week first film november 2nd next friday we can do disney's nutcracker and the four realms this is based on the nutcracker obviously there will be some ballet there's going to be some story it's a disney holiday film you already have a look at disappointment joe not the interesting. trailer i like morgan freeman the trailer didn't do much for me it, Again, you have three movies a week if you want to do it. I know, but I there are only two other movies. The other two movies that come out look far better than the other. Sure. Far better than Nutcracker. Okay. I, In my opinion. Sure, that's fine. That's that's why I asked you. Your opinion is great. Okay. Right. Um, I, I want to give it a chance, obviously. I, I love almost everything Disney. Uh, I want to be, you know, I want it to be good. I love, you know, Joe knows this about me. I love watching you know, holiday stuff and holiday films yes, when it gets do. around. So, uh, you know, you really I love, you know, if some of these films get were great, I'll add it to my collection. Add for it to the collection. Because I love watching those things. I don't know why. It's just a childhood thing that I love to do. The next film that I think you're interested in comes think, out next week as think. well. I've been talking about it for weeks. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. I don't want to kill your buzz. Um, some of the early reviews have not been so. amazing, but that's fine. You can go and see the film and have your own opinion. Yep. It was a production that had a little trouble. The director was basically walked out or fired. Brian Singer will probably never work for Fox or Disney ever again. Um, but they did complete the film. Romy Malik is the lead. The lead. He's been an underrated actor, I think, for a while. He's been some interesting stuff. This could potentially be his breakout breakout role. Why are you interested, Jeff? Are you a Queen I, fan? Yes. Of okay. Course. I didn't know you were a Queen fan. I'm a fan. huge Queen fan. I love classic rock. Um, and just, I mean, I don't know anything about the story. I mean, like. It's just I, about how they got together. How right? they get together. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, obviously, it's going to be a docudrama. So, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, obviously, it'll be based on a true story. And, you know, it's, it is difficult to go into films that are somewhat document, that are somewhat uh, docudramas. Right. And be like, oh, okay, well, this is that. Oh, this is the life they lived, and this is how. Right. But it's some of that's true. I mean, so, like a lot of the action is true. What happens, based. but like the conversations are. Yes, you know. Yes, maybe the conversations happen a different way, but a lot of the big events, yes, like, where yes. they met, that's great. Is the, yes. but that might not be the real conversation 
or producers or the estate of Queen might say, yeah, you can't put that in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they want to protect their image or things like that. Um, I think you and I will probably see it next I weekend. Want, I want to see this because I'm a huge fan of the group. Um, it's one of the films where, like, if they – it, it is – it just looks really, really powerful. I know nothing about the story. Um, I want it to be good simply because I like the music. And it's one of the groups that I, I didn't grow up listening to but that I have – very much an interest in seeing the movie because of the group. It's it's one of the few movies like they've done other movies about Johnny Cash. They've done obviously movies about Elvis and this and that. This is a group that I that's really like not necessarily close to my heart, but closer to my heart than say a person like Johnny Cash or okay. or, or Ray Charles or something like that. Are you, you know? more interested in this versus Rocket Man, which comes out next year, which is the Elton John one? You I'm interested in both. Okay. I mean, I, I, that's like splitting hairs. Cool. You and I will go next weekend. We'll have a review on it. We'll talk about it. It comes out in IMAX as well. So, yeah. um, we'll definitely splurge. Yeah, we'll go. We'll not splurge because it's on the thing. Exactly. But first man, uh, will lose its IMAX next week and, and Bohemian Rhapsody will come in at least for a couple of weeks. The next film that comes out November 2nd, but this will be a limited release. This, this, will, is, this will not be this open worldwide. Intense. This could potentially be an Oscar contender. Oh my God. Boy Erase is directed by Joel Edgerton, who's done, he's an actor, but he's yeah, done one he was film. in, and what was he in? He was in Manhunt. Uh, Unabomber. No, I never saw that. You need to see it. I do. It's, 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 on, my, it's on my queue still. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, it stars uh, Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, Joel Edgerton's in it, Lucas Hedges. Is what else was he in? Oh, he was in Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, That's I think, he and he was there. just in mid '90s as well. The oh, Jonah he Hill was, film. He was. Um, he's he's an up and coming. I, I think potential star. He doesn't looks. He, looks. He doesn't do franchises. Do you know the plot a little bit? Or do you want me I to watched it? the trailer. I mean, it's basically about a uh, a guy who comes out as a homosexual to his family, and they pretty much send him to a like a like a, a straight camp center. Yeah, a, tr- a quote unquote treatment center. It's very much has a religious tone to it. This is the type of film that I could see winning an Oscar. Simply, I think it's definitely an Oscar. Contender. Simply because the type of film. Um, the type of film and the message that it sends. Sure. Um, people, people tend to vote. Okay. What I've noticed in the Oscar winners is they tend to tell. Um, they they do they tend to be political movies. Yeah. They tend to have. Um, you know, a statement about uh, politics or some some sort of. Sure. This is very much right in the wheelhouse of an Oscar type film. Yeah, I um, yeah. I don't see. That's one of the reasons why I don't think First Man was going to be an Oscar film okay. winner because it doesn't really say. It doesn't have a larger story to tell. Okay, fair yeah. enough. But that's just me. Cool. No, that's that's great. I, I'm very excited about the film. Again, it doesn't. I open, knew nothing about this film. I it, saw the trailer today. It looks amazing. It doesn't does not open wide. Does not open wide. It's a limited release, which is what a lot of Oscar potential films are. It was released in some film festivals like TIFF and, and Venice and things like that. A lot of people were praising. Russell Crowe, yeah. especially potential supporting actor, things like That'd that. Be awesome. I so love we'll Crow. see. The next film is a film we mentioned before, the front runner, November seventh. This will be a limited release film as well. It will not open nationwide, but again, you might be able to find it in little cinemas here or there. But if it does well and it's an Oscar contender, it will expand as it goes. The favorite or the front runner, excuse me, the front runner with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, your favorite actor of all time. 
All uh, time. I don't know. I just made that up. You're interested, right? I'm very much interested okay. in this film. And again, it comes out the following week, so I'll have no problem seeing it. Um, You're going to start using those movies now. Yep. Because you've using just been not using those movies. I've been movies. slacking because there really hasn't been anything that's, that's okay. piqued my interest. Yeah, November and December are crazy film yep, months. Yep, yep, Um The next film will definitely 100% open wide release. It is Illumination Entertainment's The Grinch. Benedict Cumberbatch is the voice of The Grinch. I do like Benedict Cumberbatch, but this I I've really seen like, you've seen I've seen the, the Jim Carrey version. Jim Carrey was awesome in the other one. I don't know why they need to remake it. I like the Jim Carrey version. It's on my Disney. It's on my. Uh, you watch it every it's year. It's on my Christmas holiday queue. I watch the classic one as well. The thirty one with Boris Karloff as the voice. You know, I like Illumination Entertainment. I like Despicable Me. I like you know my Secret Life of Pets. You know, I want to give it a chance. It looks funny. Again, I have, I have three story. movies, same story. It's a holiday film. You know how I feel about holiday films. I love holiday okay, films. I will get suckered in. The next film is 100% a wide release as well, so you don't have to worry about looking for it. It's The Girl in the Spider's Web. It's a dragon tattoo story. It's the second time they've tried to adapt the dragon tattoo kind of franchise. The first one didn't really go off. That's the one that had Daniel Craig and Bruni Mara. That was, I don't know, 10 years ago. I mean, it was a long time ago. This is when he just started being Bond. Um, Claire Foy, who was in First Man, who was also in The Crown on Netflix, who's kind of up and coming. She plays the girl with the dragon tattoo. Any interest for you? Um, so that's a no then. Unfortunately, no, because okay. never um, read the books. Um, I the the books are amazing. Well, you have read the books. I, I have read the books. I've read all three of them. However. What somebody did do is they expanded on the story mm-hmm. after. So basically, what happened was this author passed away. Um, the author who originally wrote the, the the trilogy of books, as they were being released, he kind of passed away. And this was his. This was his. This was his only real. It was a Swedish writer. This was his yeah. only real monumental. Uh, Achievement. Achievement. Right. But he passed away. And so what what somebody did was another author kind of adapted his ideas and wrote a sequel to it. That's Um, what this movie is. Interesting. So I'm a little disappointed um, because I really liked the originals. I didn't read the the sequel because it wasn't the same author. I don't want to read someone else's take on his original idea. Got it. But that's just me. Okay, I, I me I'm, personally, I'm I kind like of a purist that way. Me personally, I like the cast. I like the trailers. I like what I saw. It looks like it could be a good action film. Um, it comes out the same weekend as the it's Grinch. Not, it's not going to be an easy so it's watch. Counter programming. It's yeah. It's going to be you know. It's, it's going to be a tough watch. It's not pretty. No. Um, but I, I might see it again. It just depends on what's, I mean, what. I mean, the else girl with the dragon two wasn't an easy watch either. Yeah. The next film is a film that is going to open wide you don't have to worry about this fantastic you'll, beats you'll where to find them beasts fantastic beats i'm okay. dropping the beat all right I, I wrote beats but you obviously know it's beast uh the crimes of grindelwald grindelwald is of course played by johnny depp i'm this interested is the sequel you haven't seen the first one yet so but i'll watch this one okay no i mean watch just watch the first one it's a good movie and then you'll understand what's happening I, I'm very excited about this film, obviously. I, I'm a huge Harry Potter person. Johnny Depp looks cool. I love it. Johnny Depp looks great. Johnny Depp's been kind of on a, you know, not a downfall, but he hasn't really had hits recently. Um, he's been in some personal news, so I'm hoping this film kind of gets him back in the spotlight and kind of gets going. This is going to be everywhere. This is going to be a massive, massive hit for 
Warner Brothers. It's going to be an IMAX. It's going to be great. I'm I'm stoked. So you're good on that? Yep. Okay, next film opens up the same weekend as Fantastic Beasts. So this is like right around, this is maybe a week, week before Thanksgiving when a lot of films open. Interesting film called Widows. It's directed by Steve McQueen. Hasn't directed a film in a while. The last film he directed was 12 Years a Slave, which yep. won the Oscar. He yep. does a lot of theater work. He does television work. He does a lot of producing work. This is an interesting trailer. It does not look like a Steve McQueen film in the sense of what he normally does. But it's an amazing cast. It is an amazing cast. It looks interesting. Do you have an interest, Joe, in seeing it? Are you going to maybe wait until what the reviews say and then if it says, like, oh, this is great, then you'll go see it? I'm, I have mild interest in this. Um, I would say it's... Blue you blue. have mild interest in everything that's, except for... That's me. not true at all. Okay. That is not true at all. Go. I have mild interest in this film. Um, obviously, the cast looks amazing with the lead actress. Viola Davis. Viola Davis, She's yeah. amazing. She is She is amazing. Um, I've seen her in Fences. I even liked her in, in uh, she, La... Law abiding citizen. Okay. I thought she was underrated. In she that. was in Doubt with Meryl Streep. She won. Yeah, she's great. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't um, see that. that was based off of a play, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But she was in that. She won the Oscar for Fences. For like Fences. You mentioned. She she's, was amazing in it. She's great. Um, but it looks like. Like a heist? Like a basic heist? No, no. I mean, it looks like a heist, but it's like. It's like it, it looks like a revenge film. I mean, like I've seen like the trailers. It's basically like. These women's husbands were murdered by some gang, by some drug lord or gang-related activity. And then they're basically saying, well, we need to protect ourselves. So they kind of go like... Um, they take over the husband's Yeah, they kind take of over job, the husband's right? job and like, you know, they're going to be in action roles and they're going to be fighting against the corrupt whatever, the, the drug lord or the gang-related yeah. activity. It's just, it. I mean... It, I don't know. Just the story doesn't look original to me. Sure. I mean, it, I mean for me, it, it has a great cast, yeah. so I want to like it. Yeah. I want to try to give it a chance. And if we go see it, there's not. I mean, I that would be my second movie of that week. I mean, I I right. I, I would probably I, I would give it a chance. I would go to with me. It. It's it it's um you know I love Steve McQueen. I think a lot of his stuff is very original. Um, the cast is great. Viola Davis, like you mentioned, but Liam Neeson, Colin Farrell, Cynthia Erivo, who was just in Bad Times at the El Royale, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, that's the reason that it looks bad to me is Michelle Rodriguez. Okay, you don't like Michelle Rodriguez? No, God, it's just like smells. If like, you're listening, Michelle smells Rodriguez, like, smells like I Fast love you. and the Furious. I love you, Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, how do you, why do you love her? What did she do? Fast and Furious, bro. That's it. She, she, she was wasn't in Lost. Even that good. She was in Lost. Was she, she was great in Lost. Yeah, she was great in Lost. Oh, um, but I, I, this is the one that's film. The re- that's the main reason. This why. is the one film that I'm most on this list of like a thousand films that I wrote down. This is the one that intrigues me the most because I'm not really sure. It looks like it's a basic plot, but the way Steve McQueen tells story means there's going to be twists. It's not going to be what you think it's going to be, and that's what Twelve Years a Slave was. So I, I'm I'm very interested. I want to hear what people have to say about it first. Like you, I will probably see it though, just because of the, sh- the the appeal of the cast and the appeal of of it. The next film, some of these films we've already talked about, obviously, but the next weekend or the next, I think it's Wednesday or Tuesday, literally right before Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving weekend is a monster film weekend. Tons of people go to films that weekend. A lot of films get dropped, and there's 
three to four films that drop literally right before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Um, the first film is Warner Brothers' Robin Hood. No interest for you, right? Not really. Okay, we're going to go on that. Taron Edgerton, not you like him. He just not, I liked him, but it just doesn't look like... It's not, you know, we don't need to see another Robin Hood. That's what you're no, saying. No, it just looks like... His, Kingsman? His, the Kingsman, just with a Robin Hood twist to me. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what reviews say. It's, you know, if I have an extra film that week, I might use it. But there's a lot of other stuff coming out, so I might not see it. The next film is a film I'm 100% going to see. Okay. Uh, it's I'll Creed 2. I'll give it a shot with you. You haven't seen Creed 1, have you? I haven't seen Creed 1. It, Creed, Creed was amazing. Um, Sylvester Stallone was great. Uh, I love the story. I love Michael B. Jordan. So you're you're, you're good for Creed 2? Sure. Why? I'll Just give it a chance. Because you because like the trailer? Looks, you like because the, I like the trailer. It looks pretty good. I mean, the trailer looks kind of silly. It's like, oh, let's pit the sons of the people who fought against each other. But, I mean, Sylvester Stallone looks pretty good in it. Um, it looks like he plays, like, a poignant role. Yeah, I would recommend role. seeing Creed 1 for okay, anyone that has it? it. I don't own it. Okay. Uh, but it, so it's, it's an amazing it's movie, free. but you don't own it. I don't own it for some reason. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime, so I've watched it on Amazon okay, Prime. Okay, it, okay. It's, um, it's good. I wasn't, I you know, I liked Rocky 1. I The Rocky sequels were okay. I enjoyed them. I, I thought Creed, when it came out, I was like, why are they doing this? This looks silly. Mm-hmm. And then I actually watched it, and it was great. And Ryan Coogler was the director, and Michael B. Jordan. It's a new director for Creed 2, because you know, Ryan Coogler was busy making a little film called Black Panther. But you know, I'm interested nonetheless. The next film is a film that I know Joe's going to be first in line to see. Oh, yes. Is Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet. I will pass on this. Are you serious? You're not yes. going to see it? No. You liked Wreck-It Ralph 1. I did. It's a sequel, and but it looks it bad. Might, how does it look bad? It looks dumb. All right. Fair enough. He's breaking out into the internet, and then they're basically – you're going to force feed all this product placement and basically self-serving Disney into the movie with you. Like Welcome it, to Disneyland, Joe. All it's right. It's totally different. Next film is The Green Book. This looks very cool. I, is, I can't say enough about this film. This is going to be this is a... Of all the November films, besides Bohemian Rhapsody, this is the one I want to see. This is going to be a limited release film, so it might not be released right away in specific areas. Love Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, yes. who just won the Oscar a couple for years Moonlight. ago for Moonlight, who's actually a Bay Area guy, San Francisco. He's been on a lot of Bay Area stages. Um, he is the other lead with Viggo Mortensen. It's about... Uh, He's basically a piano player, and Viggo Mortensen becomes his driver in the Deep South in like the 1960s or something like that. Yeah, so like it's that. still where there's racial yes, tension. Yeah, it looks, it looks awesome. I can't say it. I can't... Basically, Check out the trailer. Basically you guys like a Driving Miss Daisy in reverse kind of yeah. thing. It looks like there's going to be, you know, the two kind of opposite people yes. form a bond, and yes. they come together. Yes. And you see this guy, Mahershala Ali, is this piano player who's like a genius, but he obviously has to deal with... Being African American yes. and, and kind of breaking down barriers, and while he's breaking down barriers, Viggo Mortensen is also growing and understanding. And I am driver. Sure, there you go. You know what that's from? I don't. It's from Eastern Promises with Viggo Mortensen. Okay, I've, I he, have seen the movie. Where he I, plays I can't a driver. Line. So the next film is a limited release film as well, November twenty first. The favorite. This has Emma Stone in it, um, Rachel Weisz in it. This to me looks like a potential Oscar film. Yeah. It's you know it's a period piece which Oscar voters love. 
Um, it's set, yeah. so, you know, I don't know much about it. The trailer doesn't give you anything. I would suggest checking out the trailer if you haven't The trailer seen does give you stuff. What are you talking about? It's like this girl who plays like a... So Rachel Rachel Weiss plays the the daughter of the queen of some Is country. she the daughter? Or I thought she was just like the... I thought the, she was the daughter. I don't know. She could be. She's like the companion or the daughter to the yes. queen. And then Emma Stone comes in. Comes in. And yeah. kind of takes over. And then there's like this bitter rivalry yeah. between the two, between Rachel Weisz and... And Rachel Weisz and Emma, Emma Stone, Stone are great. Olivia Coleman plays the queen. She's been she in looks a, very good. She's been in a ton of BBC stuff. She's a British actress. This might be a chance for her to break out to American audiences as well. We'll see. The last film is If Bill Street Could Talk. We've mentioned Moonlight before. Barry Jenkins, this is his follow-up to Moonlight. This is the first film he's done since then. This has Oscar written all over it. Yeah. Um, it, the trailer looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Do you have an interest in it, Joe? Yeah. Or how, did you see Moonlight at all? No. Okay. It's no. an interesting film. I've heard it's a tough It's a, a It's tough a tough movie. watch because of how much emotion it is. Like, it's very emotional in the sense of... Um, I don't could maybe, um, you know, there's a lot in it in terms of like how it hits you, how it affects you. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if Bill Street could talk, it's going to be that type of film. This is a huge Oscar potential for me. Book. Did you read the book? I did not read the book. I didn't even know. I guess it was based on, okay. I don't know. That's what I said in that trailer. Cool. No, I, so check out the trailer. If you guys haven't seen it, when some of these limited release films actually get released into Bay area or other areas, I will let you guys know. Cause some of these films, you might not be able to even see them in your in your area until like December or January. But, you know, that's when they open somewhere. So thank you for that, Joe. That was a good little section. If you guys have a preference on the films, let us know. We'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts, what you guys are looking forward to. The next one, next little topic is going to be a quick little one because I love holiday films. I love yes, holiday collections. Um, on Wednesday is Halloween, so I'll be watching my Halloween films by myself on Wednesday. Joe, do you have any favorite Halloween movies or TV specials? You probably wouldn't watch any, but maybe some nostalgic things. Some from nostalgic childhood. things for sure. There were two movies that I saw growing up in elementary school okay. that we saw um, that were very, I don't want to say near and dear to my heart, but were very indicative of and symbolic of the Halloween and the time period that I grew up we have one of them written down there, Hocus Pocus. Sure. Without a doubt, that movie is completely underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Disney movie. Yep. And it was made in the 90s. You know, it's one of those live That's right, when you and I were little and we, yes. we hooked onto it. Yeah, that one and Ernest Scared Stupid. A lot of people like that movie. <laughs> um, those are the only two Halloween films that I think are, 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 are the, worth it. That, well, in my opinion, the ones that I kind of grew up watching. Connecting. Yeah, I mean, I know you have a few other films written there that I didn't necessarily see. So let's sure, I, I I loved Hocus Pocus, like you mentioned, very much a Disney thing. Um, I I like the Adams Family in general. I like the first Adams Family film. I usually watch that on Halloween or Halloween Eve. I own some uh, Adams Family books. Some Adams yeah, you recommended them. Already. I recommended one, so I, I love the original film. They are making a stop motion animated film for Adam's Family coming out in the next couple of years. But I also wrote down Beetlejuice. I always watch Beetlejuice on Halloween. Is it really a Halloween film? It's set around it, but it's probably not considered a Halloween film. A lot of people do. I do like Beetlejuice. But Beetlejuice I always, is awesome. I always watch Beetlejuice on Halloween. I don't know why. It it's might, it might not a be a Halloween film. film. I'm not your coach! It's an early Tim Burton film. Michael Keaton, early Michael Keaton film. But he was so good! Yeah, he was great in it. So, 
Those are the films I'd recommend. That's a, that's also, Charlie movie. Brown, Halloween. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys would watch for Halloween. I think there's uh, some good stuff. And let me know what you guys are going to watch on Wednesday by yourself on the couch just watching Halloween stuff. Because that's why you're I'm doing. handing out candy. Eating, eating chocolate by myself, turning off the porch light so no one comes to visit me. No one comes to our place anyway. Yeah, that's all right. Um, next topic we have, I promise we're going to do some roundup for some Marvel and some DC information. Um, Guardians 3, it is still going to potentially use James Gunn's script. As we mentioned before, filming at the earliest won't begin until February 2021, which means there will not be a Guardians 3 until 2022 release date, possibly. Marvel pulled their 2020 unannounced film, which a lot of people assumed was Guardians 3. So now that film slot is open. Are you still interested in a Guardians three, or you haven't even seen Guardians two? So you're probably, not you're probably not. Don't really care about Guardians three. Not really. Okay, I'm interested to see what they actually do. What direction? It yeah, goes. what director? They haven't announced a director or anything like that. Again, what director wants that film? Like every single question is going to be about James Gunn. Every single thing is going to be about James. Are you just going to do the same tone that you're just copying James Gunn? Or do you take it an entirely different direction and people don't like it? It's a huge gamble for Disney and Marvel, so we'll see what they do. Spider-Man Far From Home has wrapped filming. This is I am very excited about. One information we did get, uh, the film will take place right after Avengers 4. So so will they're going to release it after Avengers 4? It's, it's being or is re- it going to be story-wise after Both. Avengers? Okay. So it's Avengers 4 will be released in early May, just okay. like Infinity War this year. This will come out in July of next summer. So literally two months after the film. And the film will take place after Avengers 4. We obviously know Spider-Man is going to come back in some sort of sense. But if you're Sony and Marvel, how do you market the film if, quote-unquote, Spider-Man's dead from Infinity War? And you have this film two months later after Avengers 4. How do you market it? Do you know what I mean? Oh, so that's you saying it's a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, how? yeah, it's definitely a spoiler. Like, how do you... Because he was one of the characters. That he was one of the characters that disappeared. I couldn't remember there was. Yeah. So if you're Sony, you have this guy. Your your most important asset of your entire film division is Spider Man, and he's quote unquote dead. You you've established that in Infinity War, but you now you know he's coming back in Avengers Four. Do you have so trailers? This is the problem with incorporating all these characters. Sure, it's one of the problems. Absolutely, it's because there's no way for them to like not reveal some sort of information regarding what's going to happen. I think Mac kind of called the shot when he said that it's going to be a few characters sacrificing themselves for the newer characters. Um, well, see, I mean, we obviously know Spider-Man's Chris come back. Evans did us no favors. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm just I'm curious as to do they drop a trailer of Spider-Man before Avengers 4? Because you have to get some sort of buzz and publicity for the film, but then some people are, you're just kind of like, well, he's dead. Like, why is, you know, it's, it's just a weird thing. I'm still excited for Avengers 4, obviously, to see how it ends, because I'm beyond stoked about that. I didn't write this down, but Kevin Feige said there will be a teaser dropped before Christmas. So again, I really do... For Avengers 4. Okay. Just like they did last year. It'll be a quick tease, which they did last year. But I, I'm almost positive it will be attached to Mary Poppins Returns. I think Disney's going to cross-brand that and make it a huge thing. Um, so there's that. Some DC news now from the studio that simply does not seem to get it together. But we'll see. 
Ben Affleck um, is reportedly out of rehab at this point, and he is still interested in playing Bruce Wayne Batman. However, he may be uninsurable simply because of his personal addiction and things like that, not to go into that detail too much. Are you still interested in seeing Ben Affleck play Batman, or... Negative ghost right into the pattern is full. Okay, so Matt Reeves is going to cast a whole new Batman, and we're just going to do it? Let's do it. Awesome. Reboot. Reboot it again for the fourth time. Is that the fourth time? So Michael Keaton, it's got to be more than four. Well, yeah, there is more than four because it was Val Kilmer. And but George is that Kilmer. that wasn't a reboot? That that just kind of continued the story. He yeah. just like replaced it. Yeah. Fair so enough. this might be the this would be the fourth reboot because the Michael Keaton was first, then you had Christian Bale, and then you had Ben Affleck. So this would be the fourth reboot. We gotta do something. I mean, would you? I mean, if Ben, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. Let, let, let me say this: I would not want to see many DC movies get made at this point simply because of the the uh, the lack of cohesion. Yeah, cohesion. The fact that the movies themselves haven't been overly good. Um, most of them, anyway. Obviously, I'm not talking about Wonder Woman, and we have yet to see Aquaman. Wonder the, Woman is the, the ba- only shining light. That's the have. only shining light. So, I mean. I don't want to see other bad films be made. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I to me, it does disservice to the characters. It does disservice to the to, to the, the studio, to, to the, the studio. fans. Yeah, to the fans. You can't be. You cannot beat Marvel. You can't. Even, I mean, you're barely even competing at this point. You're to, not competing. Marvel. Yeah, you're done. So it's like you know, do something else. To go a different direction. Do TV, which obviously you're doing very, very well. Yeah, absolutely. The TV, TV for DC is miles ahead. I mean, you of, can't. Of, you, you don't have to play every single in every single field and every single avenue. I wrote this down um, separately. I wrote Aquaman is key. If Aquaman bombs or is a failure, I think it's going to be tepid. Honestly, if I don't it think does, gonna, I think it, it's going to be so-so. If it fails. I think they reboot everything. And you just get rid of all the... Because if Aquaman failed, then you have Batman that failed, you have Superman that I don't that think failed. it's going to fail, but I think it's not going to do great. I mean, uh, Suicide Squad was a was, was a bomb. Was absolutely awful. It was painful to watch. Um, the, I mean, that, my, my point is if Aquaman is not good... Doesn't live up to the expectations. Yeah, then then, not, you, then you're okay. basically done. Then you're like, okay, now we're just going to do... Scrap everything. Now we're just going to do a Start Wonder Woman film. One. Now we're just going to do a Batman film. We're just going to do a Joker film. We don't have to do a shared universe. To me, no, that's, that's, the, per, that's the perfect idea for DC is just let Wonder Woman make films. Yes. Because that's great. Tell a Joker film. That looks interesting. If you're going to do Batman with Matt Reeves, I'm all about Matt Reeves. Sure. Do separate things. You don't have to just combine. No, it's not so, like that. I'm beyond excited for Aquaman because I want it to do so well, but I'm very nervous that if it doesn't pan out, then DC is back to square one, and you're kind of screwed at that point. Yeah. So we'll see. Talking about getting screwed, Flash film has been delayed again. The earliest, it was supposed to be out literally next summer. It's been delayed potentially till 2021. So stick with the TV Part of show. it is... Part of it is they've changed directors a couple times. Part of it is I think they're waiting for Aquaman to see how good it does. If Aquaman bombs, they're probably not going to make the Flash film with Ezra Miller because they're not going to have that Justice League. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, but the, the fact that these things keep being delayed, we'll see. Um, the Nightwing film has reportedly been canceled. 
that was kind of a side project. I don't think there's really anything about that that you have to say. It's just, again, another project that started at DC and got canceled. The one film that is definitely coming is Birds of Prey. We'll see how that works out. You know, it looks interesting, interesting cast, interesting concept, but who knows? Wonder Woman 1984 has been delayed seven months to summer 2020. They're taking over the previous spot that was held by Marvel, which I mentioned before that Marvel pulled that spot. The reason why DC, DC and Warner Brothers have said it's, trying it's to be strategic. Yeah, it's not going to compete in November with Star Wars or things like that. They want it to be a summer release kind of by itself. And that's, excuse me, that's when the first Wonder Woman was in the summer. So that's why they're moving it. Filming is almost already done, they said. There's no problem with the film. They're just strategically moving it to 2020. Again, Wonder Woman is the only thing that's worked so far for DC. So it's very important that they get this film right. Um, and, and I think they will. The only other DC films in 2019 will be Birds of Prey, which I didn't write down. Sorry about that. Shazam and The Joker. So three films coming out. Interested in those? You're interested in The Joker, I think. Yeah. You're not, not interested not, in Shazam. Not so much Shazam, no. Okay. We'll see. It comes. Shazam comes out in April, so it comes out in a market where there's not a ton there's of stuff. Going on. So it might get some play. It might get some buzz. Some other films that I know you're excited about. Terminator and Charlie's Angels have taken over the vacation. Which Terminator is this? This is the reboot one. They're doing a whole brand new Terminator. With James no, Cameron's back in. With no Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know. I'll have to look that up to be honest. I don't wanna I don't wanna give an answer and then be wrong. Okay. But I'm mildly interested if James you do Cameron, like the Terminator. If James Cameron is involved. Um, he's involved in like a producer Okay, capacity, well that he's still making Avatar movies. I was gonna say that does well okay, we keep saying that, but there is no Avatar movie. They're I mean, filming it right now. They're okay. filming Avatar back these there's gonna be three Avatar films back to back starting like twenty twenty. It's gonna be twenty twenty, twenty twenty one, twenty two. Disney's okay. just going to make a boatload of money. Um, and they're going to be like, go to Disney World and ride the ride. They're going to make a boatload of money on in that. Terms of, in terms of, I mean, like, I don't... Being a producer just means it's kind of your money. Does it's not, creative input. I mean, it's, it's because, his, it's his because, property. Because, he wants it to do well. And okay, has, but I just mean, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's his direction yeah. and his... He's not on set. Yes. Every day filming yes. and giving creative ideas. So, and my point with that is there have been some movies that have come out where Steven Spielberg has been involved that aren't good. Steven Spielberg was a producer on all the, on the, on all the Transformer films. That sounds awful. He was a producer on all of them. It was part of his idea was to adapt those. Um, but that's my point. Like he needs to be, I want to see him direct. The I director like his is movies. the director for Terminator is Tim Miller who was the director of the first Deadpool film. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I didn't even know that was... I know a lot of yeah. people are actually interested in Charlie's Angels. Um, it obviously is counter-programming. It has, yep. some, has yep. some interesting... Um, Kristen Stewart... Oh, so it's going to be a lead. funny... It's going to be a funny I think it's going like to be like a... Potentially. Bridesmaids. Potentially. Um, the I girl see. who plays... The girl who plays... I could see Melissa McCarthy being in it. No, again. she's not. It's it, they're, they're really young actresses. The girl who plays Jasmine in the upcoming Aladdin film is one of the Charlie's Angels as well. Um, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. That won't be for a while. That won't be until 2019, obviously. So Next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll pump up Charlie's Angels when it comes we out. Because we, we love Charlie's Angels. Joe has, Joe has 
Charlie's Angels paraphernalia all around. So. Okay. Um, Don't scare the audience cool. like that. That's all right. Um, I can tell other personal stories that will scare the audience, but we're not going to do that. Um, last but not least, what do we always end on, Joe? Theme parks. And I know this is Joe's favorite part of the show. I didn't say that it wasn't. I just said it was. Oh, but um, I couldn't tell if you were being facetious. No. I have given you the ongoing task okay. of, of uh, anything related to Galaxy's Edge, either in Disneyland or Disney World. Okay. I think there's an update this week. Do you have there some is. for us? Yeah, Give me an update. Construction has officially begun on the Millennium Falcon at Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge. Nice. So it's going to be about three months for that, and then they will, I guess, not not they won't have it open, but they will be testing it on, uh, you know, making sure everything is yeah, aesthetic. So cool. So that's exciting. Yep, it is. Um, I know. I guess they're going with the Millennium Falcon. That, they're they're officially doing it. Now. This, this, this officially might gone. this might be a problem for you and I when we go there, just because of the reasons we mentioned before. Because there's just two of us. Sure. Unless we go with a group of people. I am. I'm beyond excited for Galaxy's Edge. I think it would be cool. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole environment looks awesome. I will say that I'm very afraid to go to Disneyland in June or July, <laughs> yeah. um, just because of how it is, and even my pass is blocked out in some of those days. I will say... Are you serious? I only like on that. weekends, like Saturdays and Sundays. I did not know that. Yeah, well, I have like the most basic pass. Mm. One of the most basic passes. So it's not very expensive, but there are like, I can't go like during Christmas or things like that because it's locked out. Um, probably the first time I go will be August, which will be for D23. We're going to go to that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to go D23. Okay. Um, so that will be probably be because it opens in June. That I'll probably, I'm going to go to Disneyland like in March or April, but so that won't be open then, but we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm beyond excited for yeah, Galaxy's me Edge. Me too. Me I just too. don't know about this ride, the yeah. logistics of it, but it sounds cool. I like the idea. It sounds like I'm going to walk into Disneyland and on my phone, get a fast pass and then just go on it and just experience it at least once. Yes. Of not, course. you know, not have to give it no, a chance. We're not going to no, we're not going to not write it because there's only two of us, but I'm sure. just saying like, it's going to be logistically kind of difficult based on our previous and if, um, talks about it. You know, if any other news comes up, it's going to be yep. your task. We'll we're going to keep checking okay. it out. Um, and then also, you know, Disney, there's nothing on Disney World yet. Disney World will open in the fall of next year. Disneyland will open in the summer. So Disneyland, obviously, it's a little bit faster. Um, we'll see what happens. Some other theme park news that might be interesting to you. Disney Paris has officially announced their 250 million euro. I wrote 25. I'm sorry about that. It's 250 million euro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 25 wouldn't really do much for that. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be completed by 2025. So they're basically redoing a whole bunch of Disneyland Paris. The new lands are Tangled, Frozen, and Galaxy's Edge. So the only one that's similar to anything here would be Galaxy's Edge. A lot of theme parks around the world have a lot of similar things. Yeah. But there are a lot of different things. Like Frozen is going to be not something you find in Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah. The highlight will be the castle of Arendelle and the lake surrounding the castle. That sounds cool. So they're going to make it like Sleeping Beauty's castle. castle and it's just yeah. going to be this massive type of lake and massive type of thing. The fo- the the drawings, the animated, you know, not animated, but the, the stills, the, the pictures, they, it looks incredible. Like it looks amazing. Um, Disney World in Epcot. They are potentially going to add another World Showcase. So if you don't know Epcot, there are World Showcases in Epcot where there's little lands that have showcases of different countries. 
So there's one for Mexico or Canada or Germany or things like that. There's not every single country, obviously, but they add countries or things like that. They're potentially thinking of adding the country of India. Okay. Do you have any thought on that or not really? Not really. If you I mean, if you went if you went I've to never, Epcot, you'd rather go to like France or something or no I Canada, be, obviously, because that's you know. I get, I mean, I don't know. That's like saying, "Would you want to go visit these countries?" Um, I I I think it would be interesting. I mean, the Taj Mahal's there. I mean, it's it's so some of the. I mean, I I mean, like I said, it's 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 in the uh, the flying around the world. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not like there's. I mean, it makes sense. I mean. There's there's culture there. There's yeah. there's a whole so there are in the Epcot showcases some of the the lands. They're very small lands. Some of the lands basically just have uh, like a shop or little kind of walkthrough museum. Some of the lands have rides in it. Like if you go to Norway, you can get on the Frozen ride. Um, Paris, if you go to the France Pavilion, they're eventually they're building the Ratatouille ride. That's so cool. some of the so, like Paris already has the Ratatouille ride, but they're expanding it for Disney World. Some of the some of the lands look better. Like if you go to Mexico, you can ride the Three Caballeros ride, uh, which awesome. looks pretty cool. Some of the lands are just kind of walk through. I see. So I don't know what India is going to do. They, I don't know. They've I been mean, talking about Brazil for a long time, and apparently they've scrapped Brazil for what they were going to build. That have you ever seen the statue in Brazil? Yeah. Where they were going to try and do that of some sort of replication. But they've apparently scrapped that, and they're going to do India. If you guys have any opinion I mean, on what sense. lands, I mean, they got. I mean, it's. I would say, from a business sense, yes, there's a lot of Indian people in the world, yes, and that could <laughs> potentially draw <laughs> some people to Disney World and get people in. You know, we'll see. Like uh, the second, second largest population in the world. Yeah. Did China. you know the most popular name in the world is Muhammad? I didn't know that. It's from Superbad. Had to, that doesn't mean anything then. It, they could have made it up. It's just a You're movie so joke. Dumb. Relax. We're almost at the end. Don't, uh, don't, don't. I'm not. Don't die on me now. Don't Disneyland. You already clowned me earlier. People are gonna. Me. People are gonna hate this last part of the show. Disneyland Shanghai has potentially. This sounds dumb. Uh, have a Zootopia land. Have you seen the movie? Yes, Zootopia? I saw this. But is okay, there a land? I didn't know. No, no, no. Yes, I saw it. It was a great movie. It was funny. But I, I love mean, that I, movie. But I can't see it being a land. It's not like Toy Story. So would they create? It's not as epic as so that. So would they create a like Zootopia, the actual city? Could they actually create? A little mini version of that? I don't know. We'll see. Are you interested? If you went to, if you would you be more interested in Toy Story Land? Or Toy oh, Land? yeah. Toy Story Land. Just because far. of, because of the, the movie. Okay. So, so not, not because of the land. Like, as Utopia came up with this, like, actual Zootopia land where you're, like, walking like through Zootopia. Were different animals or different things or different attractions? Well, were people dressed up in costumes like animals? Uh, I don't, like, I don't know. They have Joe. a slot like checking people in, so it takes hours. For people All right, to get so in. Joe wants to go to Toy Story Land, not Zootopia. Um, <laughs> one other detail I wrote down: This sounds cool. Guardians of the Galaxy, the roller coaster at Walt Disney World, the vehicle details, and some of the other stuff have been released. I know I'm a fan of roller coasters. There will apparently be two pre-shows. Two queues, so it's kind of like Mission Breakout in the sense you kind of walk through. Part of that is just to get people through lines and things like yes, that. It's going to yes. be a massive thing. But the ride vehicle will apparently be in seats of six, so it's going to be three and three. But the vehicle will be on a track, but it will be able to the vehicle will be able to spin. So like a four D. 
Kind of. And so you will be able, the vehicle will spin, not necessarily in a circle, but it will spin to what it wants you to see. So there will be, you know, certain, I, I, we don't know. Like the, the Transformers. Yeah, we don't know the ride in terms of what it's going to be about. Guardians of the Galaxy is obviously, Mission Breakout is a monster success yes, at Disneyland California. So it makes sense that Disney World is kind of copying on that as well. You're interested, obviously, in yeah, the ride? I love roller coasters. This, you know this won't be open for another three to four years or something like that. But they are obviously building it right now. So they are on track for that. I think the 50th anniversary for Epcot is 2021 or 2022. So Epcot, like we talked about India, they are getting a lot of renovations done in preparation for that 50th anniversary. Just like Disneyland did a couple years ago for its anniversary, they they for the Diamond Celebration, they did a whole bunch of touch-ups and redos and things like that. So that's a big thing. This is what, in the business, what they call a tease yep. for next week's episode. Yep. I've read some articles on this. You have no idea what I'm talking no, about. Don't. But now I'm going to look. Come, don't look. Why? Because you want just... We're supposed to know, not I the know. audience. I know. I want you to be surprised. Okay. All right. Fine. So I've read some stuff about this. I saw an article and I did some research in it. It's very interesting. Very kind of weird. Um, you'll never guess what creepy Irby legend about Disneyland Disney World is actually true. So you have to come back next week and get the answer for that. Uh, that's right. what they call it. Assuming that they listen to this whole episode. Assuming that they listen because they kind of probably died out when you started talking about rides. Okay. Um, yeah. Great show today. Yeah. I appreciate all you guys listening. Uh, thanks, Joe, for being here as well. We appreciate everyone listening. Please yeah. comment, like, share, subscribe, rate, review. Your, your listening means the world to us. And then, uh, and then some. And then some. Go see some films. Go out. Yeah. Check something out. A lot of good films. Happy Halloween to everyone. Enjoy your oh, Halloween. Yeah, this week. Be safe. Yeah. Watch, Parties, some, party watch party some Hocus Pocus. Um, watch some Charlie Brown. and No one's watching Charlie Brown. But eat some Reese's Pieces. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care.